So now, after yet another meltdown the other night where he was a strike away from a win and walks consecutive batters to not only load the bases but then walk in the game-winning run for the Padres, uh, I would like to hand the the microphone – you already have your own – but I'm going to metaphorically or hypothetically pass off the microphone to you, set the stage for a, a brand-new discussion and or rant about Dodgers reliever Craig Kimbrell. Yes. So before I get to it, we talked about this in our previous episode, if you didn't listen. So if you haven't, make sure to go find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, but most importantly, the Odyssey app at Inside the Ravine. But we talked about the Dodgers finally deciding to go away from Craig Kimbrell in the ninth inning. It took him, you know, 150 games or so, but we talked about it being the right decision. We talked about potential options as to who can pitch in the ninth inning and uh, so on. Well, after uh, Tuesday's game, Josh, I spent an entire day at Disneyland. I, I had a fantastic day with my mom. We were there for about 14 hours. I came back, and uh, the fact that they were in extra innings, I got to catch the end of the game because we got back around uh, 10.30 or so. So I put the game on uh, in the 10th inning. He strikes out Manny Machado, and uh, things are looking good. That's and good then start. Craig Kimbrell, for some reason, went out away from sending them to the 11th. Completely loses any command that he had at all he literally at this i i pretty much think had he just decided i'm gonna throw it right down the plate as hard as i can i i think he gets out of the inning i think it was jorge alfaro was up at the plate who literally hadn't walked since i think mid to late july is what i heard he had gone like 80 or 90 plate appearances hadn't walked i think he swung and missed at two pitches that kimbrell threw there were high fastballs has like a strikeout rate of 37 percent I think he was up 1-2 in the count, and Kimbrell just wasn't close the rest of the way, walked him, and uh, ended up walking in the game-winning run. Josh, we know that Craig Kimbrell is not going to be closing games for the Dodgers anymore the rest of the season, most likely at this point not in October. We talked about this in the previous episode, and uh, we'd had, we had a fun game with it. You, you did really well. But Thank Josh, you. after what I saw two nights ago, I've come to a conclusion. My conclusion is... Craig Kimbrell cannot be on the Dodgers postseason roster. What I saw on Tuesday night was the absolute breaking point for me. That's what did it. We've given this guy so many chances. He's had literally an entire season to figure it out. He had that two-week stretch where he did, but ever since then, it's been a disaster. And I don't care if he's coming in the sixth inning, if he's coming in the seventh inning. I don't care if he's used as an opener in the first inning. This is a guy you cannot have on your postseason roster. Again, he's not going to be closing games. That's fine. But at this point, there are so many other options the Dodgers need to consider. Josh, I decided to take a look back and dig through some numbers going back to last season. Ooh. Craig Kimbrell hasn't just been bad this season. Ever since he got traded to the Chicago White Sox at last year's trade deadline, this dude has been one of the worst relievers in all of baseball. I mean, he had an ERA of nearly five, I think, with the White Sox the final two months. Going back, Josh, over his last 81 games, his last 81 games, that's a that's a pretty good sample size. ERA of four and a half. This, this isn't just a, a bad stretch he's going through. This is a 80-game stretch, which for a reliever, that's two years worth. 80 games is two years worth, where he has just been one of the worst relievers in all of baseball. If this was, you know... Phil Bickford, if this was Reyes Maranta. Reyes Maranta was DFA'd by the Dodgers, Josh, and had better numbers than Craig Kimbrell. 
Craig Kimbrell's getting paid $16 million, so obviously you can't DFA him. I understand that. But if you take away the name, if you take away the history, if this is some random guy that you claimed off waivers, this guy isn't getting a chance. He isn't getting the runway with any team in all of baseball. The Dodgers have one of the best bullpens they've ever had. And Craig Kimbrell is the clear weakness. Now, depending on health, maybe you have to have him because you don't have any other options. But at this point, assuming everyone's back, there are 13, 14, 15 better options. I'm at the point, Josh. I think I'd rather have like an Andre Jackson over Craig Kimbrell because at least he can give you two, maybe three innings if needed, whether he's an opener, whether he's coming in the seventh, eighth inning with like a six or seven run lead. Craig Kimbrell, I will give him, I said this on the last show. He talks with the media after every game. He owns up to it. He doesn't, you know, put the blame on anyone else. He puts the blame on himself. He's a great guy. I actually really do feel bad for him because this has to suck. But if the Dodgers want to win a World Series, if the Dodgers are truly serious about having their best team on the field, Craig Kimbrell cannot be on the roster for the postseason. He just can't. And there's my rant. I like it. I mean, it's a good rant. Good one. Um, But here's another thing, too, is it's not even just the fact that he hasn't been good. If you look at what he was trying to throw the other night, he wasn't even trying to be all that fancy. He just couldn't find the strike zone with with two strikes. Not not not. I'm sorry. Not with two strikes. But Kimbrell tried four fastballs to try to retire Alfaro in that A.B. Four fastballs. All four of them went wide, off the plate, away, 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 walked. And even Alfaro, after the game, (laughs) Alfaro, after the game, said, quote, it's not a secret. I don't walk that much. I just looked at the dugout and said, oh, blank, I walked. Even his reaction was, wow, I... Yikes. It's unbelievable. He doesn't walk. Again, his strikeout percentage is like 36-37%, and Kimbrell blew two pitches right past him. Again, I don't have like the, the pitch sewn up, but I'm pretty sure they were just high fastballs. And I'm literally saying, bro, just throw one down the middle up, and he's going to swing and miss. But like you said, it's not like he was just missing the corners or painting it and getting kind of screwed. These pitches weren't even close. Uh, it, they- not even close. And I think I think we should also point out that the reason the Dodgers lost that game was not Craig Kimbrell. It was one. Yeah, for that's 14, also true. One for fourteen oh. with runners in scoring position and leaving seventeen men on base. And and it was more of the same uh, in the extra innings win for the Dodgers, the one nothing win on Wednesday. Yeah. So it was just more of the same. Two games in a row, the Dodgers' offense has not been very good, and we'll touch on that later. Um, but. That's not Craig Kimbrell is not the reason the Dodgers lost that game. It was yeah. a handful of things, but. As it has been multiple times this season, Craig Kimbrell is the reason why the Dodgers did not have a second opportunity to try to win the game in extra innings or did not push the game any further. And it's because with two outs, he walks the bases loaded and walks in the winning run. Um, And it's just, uh, again, I mean, it's one game. It doesn't matter all that much. But for Craig Kimbrell, it's starting to make his, his chances at making that postseason roster. It's starting to decrease those chances, I think, quite a bit. Um, because yeah. it seems like just every game now, not only is he starting to lose his confidence, but I, th- it, it, to me, it seems as an outsider looking in right now, without without talking to Dave, without even looking at quotes from what Dave has said right now, 
from simply the actions of Kimbrell on the field and the actions of Dave Roberts as manager removing him as the closer without any of the other meat and potatoes in the situation, it seems like they're losing confidence in him as well. And, and that's where you start to question whether or not he's going to be able to crack the playoff roster. Yeah, the crazy thing is, is that he has seven losses this season, where I think I saw some tweet where it was like, if the Dodgers just traded A.J. Pollock for $1, they likely are going for the MLB wins record because seven losses. Craig Kimbrell, his record looks like he's a starting pitcher. He's 6-7 and seven this year. And the reason he has six wins is because he comes in with a one-run lead, blows it, the game's tied, and then the Dodgers end up winning the game, so that's why he gets credited with the win. Yep. But yeah, Josh, over his last six games, since he had that like really good stretch, he's pitched five and a third innings, he's allowed six runs, has five walks, he's hit three batters, two home runs, and I talked about this on the previous episode, his strikeout numbers are just gone. Like, he, oh, yeah. struck, out, he struck out Manny Machado in... It was like one of his best at bats of the season, but like it'd be one thing if he's struggling with command, but he's still getting like two or three strikeouts an inning. The strikeouts are gone. So, and I, I think the reason that Tuesday night was like the breaking point, especially for me, I, I will admit, Kimbrell's had some pretty bad luck this year when it comes to weak contact, expected batting average, like all this kind of stuff where he has gotten screwed a little. I, I think like a week ago in Arizona, he had a walk off home run, but like the pitch was completely out of the zone. I, it was just something about the way this unfolded. The fact that literally he needed one strike to send the Dodgers to the 11th inning and the dude could not throw a strike to save his life. And I think it's just the realization that all season, this guy has just gone through stretches where he's even admitted he, he just cannot find command. He cannot find the zone. And when you don't know where the pitchers are going, like I said, he only has two pitches and these hitters know if he's not throwing strikes, I'm just not going to swing. And if he throws a strike, it's going to be a meatball, which they take for advantage. So again, it depends on the health of the Dodgers, but if everyone's healthy, which it looks like, Blake Trinan's the only wild card at this point, it doesn't matter if it's the fifth or sixth inning, Josh. I, I just think he's too big of a risk. You can't have a guy that has an ERA of five, you know, over the last 81 games coming in for the postseason. Unless he, you just unless you disagree, we're not going to throw him unless we're up by five runs. If that's the case, sure, have him on there, but... If it's within three runs especially, I, I just don't see how you can have him. His ERA right now is the highest it's been in his career in a full season, or what I'm going to deem as a full season without actually setting a minimum. But if yeah. you look back at his career, okay, so he has a five. Uh, he, you already mentioned his White Sox numbers. In, in 23 innings with the White Sox last year, he had a 509 ERA. <laughs> 509 ERA is a closer in 23 innings with the White Sox. Um, but last season as a whole, it was 226. The year before that was 2020, the short season. Um, he only pitched 15 innings, and he had a 528 ERA. The year before mm -hmm. that, only 20 innings. He, he didn't play the whole season. He only appeared in 23 games, a 653 ERA. And before that, everything was sub-3, with a majority of them sub-2, sub-1.6. Yeah. Um, and now, in 56 innings this year, 59 games. He's got a 4.02 ERA, and, yeah. and 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 the WHIP has been not even the highest of his career, but it's it's up there. It's it's the second highest in his career, um, minus that one 20 inning season in 2019 with Chicago with the Cubs, where his ERA and WHIP were the highest in his career. Obviously, only playing in yeah. 30 fewer innings than he has, or pitch, pitching 30 fewer innings than he has this season. 
Yeah, and he has six earned unearned runs this year, so his ERA would probably be over five if you take those into account. But like you said, going back to 2019, he, he's been awful. Uh, the first half of last year with the Cubs, he just was untouchable, like ERA of 0.49 in 36 innings. But if you take out that stretch, like you said, since 2019, it's been bad. So, again, not, I don't want to hate on the guy. Like, again, he owns up to it every game. It's got to suck. But if the Dodgers are truly committed to putting together the best bullpen in October, the decision's easy. You just can't have them. If, again, there's an injury, if Trident doesn't come back, if an injury happens to another guy, sure, like, have him as your final guy. But at this point, I, I, I just can't. Like, I'm too worried that he'll blow it. And if he doesn't, I'll eat my words and I'll say I was wrong. But I would rather have the Dodgers go with like a David Price and David Price just allows a two-run home run than Kimbrel where it's like we all knew that this was coming. So it'll be interesting. Again, we're going to be doing a, a show in the next week or so going over our uh, full postseason roster predictions, but this is going to be an interesting one to follow. But I'm very thankful that you gave me the floor where I can give my rants on, uh, on the closer. Or oh, I guess I mean, former closer, that is. <laughs> it, oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. This seems like a pretty good opportunity to plug our Twitter account. Uh, follow us at Inside the Ravine on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Blake at Blake Harris TBLA. I'm at Josh Schaefer25. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts on whether or not Craig Kimbrell should be on the postseason roster for the Dodgers based off of what you've seen so far. And obviously, uh, we'll see what we get from these next, uh, next seven games uh, remaining on the Dodgers schedule with one against the Padres and six against the Rockies.